Chairman. Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, Live at Five. Please turn this down. My goodness gracious. Very hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Here we are. Are we? Yeah, we're there. Uh, seven, five. Oh, never mind. Wrong show. <clears throat> the beautiful Monday. <clears throat> it's going to be a beautiful week. And uh, finally, summer has arrived. You know what I'm saying? But we'll take what we can get. I was driving around today. It was 62 degrees. I swear to God, it was 88 degrees. Doesn't matter. I'll take this weather over any other day, any other weather, at any time. And uh, that's why we live in the North Country. Just got to deal with the stuff in between November and uh, mid-May, essentially. And, and who knows? Remember, we always have to have to go back to the 90s. Like uh, Jeff Graham would say, can we mention the uh, the, the white stuff? Right. Uh, you know, back in the 90s, uh, it snowed, what, uh, 15, 16 inches on Mother's Day. We'll never live that down. But also, just as a footnote, I remember last year, not not to bring you down any more than you already are, <laughs> going through the winter, we just went through dark days. <clears throat> um, it actually snowed on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. It, it was sputtering. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like accumulation and whatnot. But uh, it, anyway, so I, I, the place looks great. There's a guy up in a tree next to our building, literally right now as he's speaking, what was 801 Housing? And he's cutting down the tree. He's in a cherry picker. And he's cutting down this huge oak tree, at least the big branches. And at one, it's right next to Jim's desk. And I thought Jim sneezed or something. <clears throat> but he's, I mean, some of these branches have to be at least five, 600 pounds each. And they're falling to the ground. And so anyway, if you hear some type of commotion in the background, that means someone's, you know, cutting stuff down and outside. What, it's amazing what man could do. It really is. I mean, you know, we, we, we crossed the bridge again today in Chameau and what they're doing there. And then, of course, they're, they're, they're redoing the bridge going over 81 on Coffeen Street. And it's just amazing. It really is. And, and so often I, I, I look at the, I, I have this one podcast that I go to more often these days. And once you, you know, the algorithms and the, and the patterns, the behavior, when you go online, for instance, <clears throat> and once you start going to f- fresh and fit, it's about these guys in Miami that just talk down about girls and, and the power that they have and, and, and the trials and tribulations and the challenges that guys have. Where if a guy is, is not spectacular looking, not making six figures, he has to inherit some woman who swears she's a 10, and she has two kids, she doesn't work, she has no education, but she's still the catch. So I, I see all this stuff, and, and, and a lot of times they talk within the context of their conversations, I said, you know, without men, we wouldn't have infrastructure, we wouldn't have buildings. Now granted, when you go up to Coffeen Street at any given day, you'll see women there too, uh, but the, you know, the, just, let's, just, let's just accept the fact that people, you know, building stuff in the last 2,000 years, and for that matter, 4,000 years when the pyramids were built, this is no discredit against the sexes at, at, in any rate, but it's amazing what man can do. 
it's amazing what we see, just simple stuff, just, you know, assembling stuff. I know I have a friend of mine that built my deck last year all by himself. It was such a, a major feat for one person to do. It's Steve Smith is his name. In fact, I got a call the other day from someone in Sackets Harbor. said, hey, who's that guy that you were talking about? I want to hire that guy. And hopefully they, they hooked up, blah, 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 and he's going to build them a deck. But this this whole push towards, you know, the anti-conservative, anti-male, anti-white, and it's just, I mean, my goodness gracious, we, I wouldn't be here right now if the Europeans didn't invade the Indians back three, four hundred years ago. And I know that's harsh. That's terrible. That's a horrible thing to say. But this whole 1619 project, 1492, all these things that you're seeing. I saw something yesterday where there was a man somewhere out in California. They had to talk about reparations. And he was up there at the podium. And, and, and remember, they were talking about $5 million per person in the San Francisco area. And remember, there was no slavery in California, but nonetheless, that's what Gavin Newsom wants. He wants to lop, you know, he wants to take over for, you know, eventually they're going to squeeze him in there at the last minute, probably the 11th hour. And inevitably, uh, Donald Trump's going to be running against Gavin Newsom. Probably uh, Stacey Abrams will be his, his, uh, his mate. I'm, I'm predicting this and I'm pretty good at that. So nonetheless, there's, there's your ticket for, for 2024. And he's just, he's just going as far left as you can. Because if you notice, uh, Joe Biden's ratings are doing very, very poorly. He's down around 33%. I still think he'll win by 10 million votes because everything is friggin' rigged. I'm, so, I'm convinced of that. But nonetheless, uh, even his own party is not backing him as much as they used to. Uh, inflation is caught up to Joe Biden. They don't care about what he did with China. They don't care what he did with Ukraine or his crackhead son. They just hate the fact that everything has gone up so friggin' much. Just awful. So men are good. They really are. I mean, they're not, we're not perfect. And by the way, I can't build anything with my hands. I envy those who do, and I hire those to do it for me. And God bless everyone who works with their hands and out in the hot sun, and for that matter, the elements throughout the entire year. God bless you all, truly. Seven five. Oh, we got a phone call already. Seven five five twelve forty. Just in case you didn't know it. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas. All right, all right they're not there. Uh, we must have lost them. We had a couple of calls, too. I was babbling on there. I just want to, uh, you know, Tom Homan came in uh, on Friday. Um, just that was excellent. I'm, 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 you know, honored, of course, to have uh, interviewed him. We talked at length afterwards right here at the studio, took a couple pictures, posted them and whatnot. Uh, even my, my cousin out in Ireland, Geraldine, Geraldine McLaughlin, uh, was asking me, is it, oh, Glenn, can I see the show? <clears throat> That's a male version of a female voice. But nonetheless, I sent her a link. So uh, very proud of that, and uh, reaching out to uh, his his lady there, Elizabeth, uh, who was here taking pictures and whatnot. I looked online to see if I could find anything. I couldn't find anything. But nonetheless, Tom, the very next day, this past Saturday, went to the Italian-American Club. Place was packed, and uh, he basically covered a lot of the stuff that he covered here and then some. But I heard it went over very well. It's interesting because I know Channel 7, you know, on the weekends, they don't have the full staff, and I, I respect that. But here it is. got Tom Holman in town. A man who was from here, born and raised in Car- West Carthage, New York, became a police officer as, as you know, 1984. That's what started his career. And I, I went online to, see, you know, Channel 7 did a report. They never interviewed him. They just went, sat in the back, and there's like two paragraphs. I'm sure it was deep into the broadcast. So sad. And I'm sure Jeff made that observation as well. You know, again, that's not journalism when you have an agenda. And it's clear that Channel 7 and the Watertown Daily Times, what's left of it, of course, has that agenda. Now, if someone came up here, if, you know, if Jill, well, Jill Biden was up here at Fort Trump a couple of months ago and they did a nice story about her, but they hardly did anything. 
All you got to do is just, and they did. They did video of him at the club. That's about it. No interview, no nothing. Just talked about the chance. No, no, he's not one of us. We can't interview him. I'm sorry. Where's AOC? Is she coming up here? She's more important. Go to the phones. See if this works. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn Curry, how you doing? It's the Duff. Are you home? Yeah, I'm home. Oh, good, good. So the Duff man is officially back in the North Country. Yeah, got back uh, Wednesday, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, so I got a Tom Holman story. Okay. You know, he was a police officer in Carthage. Yeah, speak up just a bit. I said he was a police officer in Carthage. Yeah, he's still and, not And uh, when you're coming in from, uh, like, Krogan and Beaver River, when you come into Carthage, all of a sudden it turns into a 30-mile-an-hour zone, but it's a little before you get into the actual village. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was parked there. He gave my wife a ticket, a speeding ticket. Oh. Yeah, but no, I, t- I was talking to his wife because his wife's friends with the... Uh, can't hear you. Uh, friends of mine. I said his wife's friends with friends of mine. Okay. And uh, I was telling her the story, and she laughed. I said, yeah, it's all my, you know, just kidding around. Right. I mean, yeah, she, yeah, it was not a big deal. But, yeah, she was coming back from a wrestling tournament. What? what and this uh, was back in... he was uh, wrestling. So this was back in the early 80s then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So you remember Tom Homan was the police officer that stopped your wife back uh, uh, almost 40 years yeah, ago? Yeah, I wasn't with her, but I remember, yeah, because, I mean, I... Uh, yeah, I remember it, yeah. I, I know. It reminds me, my father uh, was a police officer, and he stopped a guy who uh, went through a stop sign, and his wife was laughing the whole time when my father was giving him a ticket somewhere in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I and he says, ma'am, i got to ask you, why are you laughing? It's just because my husband was responsible for getting that stop sign put on that intersection. So he who lives by the sword dies by it nonetheless. Funny story. Yeah, but, no, yeah. but Tom was... No, uh, she knew. Yeah. She knew she was speeding. Yeah, she didn't realize it. She didn't realize that it went thirty that quick. And right. No, no, no. She broke the law, it and she had to pay the price. Or anything like that back in the day, you know. Yeah. No, I know. What's that? I was going to say she broke the law. You there? Yeah. Yeah. She fought the law. She broke. Yeah. No. No. She broke the law. <laughs> yeah, she did break the law. <laughs> that happens. I, I got. I. I don't know how many times. How many times have you been stopped in your life? I've been stopped a few times. I got a couple of tickets. I think the last speeding ticket I got was in Fort Lydon, New York, back in 1981. So you haven't been stopped for over 40 years? Well, yeah, I've been stopped, but I haven't gotten a ticket. Okay. All right. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. been a while. You know, and what what happened, I might have said this before, but when I get stopped, I get stopped in bunches. Like, in th- you know, when p- three people die within a week, oh, who's going to be the next one? <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, yeah. I usually get like three tickets in a month, but I ha- that hasn't happened. So uh, I've been lucky. Yeah. I've been very fortunate, really. So I, you're, you're a history guy. You know what happened on this date in history? Uh, I think I read. Y- yeah, what was it? I read something. What is it? Coca-Cola, the first time Coca-Cola was served, May 8th, 18, whatever. Down in Atlanta? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. By, uh, Dr. Pemberton or whatever. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And and then, of course, as you know, uh, by the way, Duff, uh, the the big Etzel of the year, or new Coke of the year, uh, has been, of course, the, the Bud Light saga. And I don't know oh, if you were listening did, if you were listening to the news earlier, right here on, C- on AM 1240, <clears throat> I heard this morning that... 
of course, there's been a lot of uh, you know pushback by like Fenway Park, a- anywhere where they serve Bud Light. They're not, you know, the, the the distributors are going crazy now. They're selling it at half price now because of the pushback by the conservatives, and now that Budweiser is coming back and doing country ads with Hicks, you know, with with American flags and hats and blah blah blah. Now they the the uh, the people that run at least a couple of gay bars in San Francisco refuse to serve. Bud Light, because now they're going in the other direction. So you cannot have created a worse sales environment than you have with that bimbo from uh, from uh, Harvard who said, "Oh, it's too fratty. I'm a business person. You're 34 years old. Everything's been freaking handed to you all your life, and you just blew six billion dollars in, in market value because you thought that being inclusive would sell beer. That's un- I, I, I will never get over that, Duff." Ever, ever, yeah, ever. I told you it was a, it was a bad strategy from the get go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the wrong demographic to go after, especially when you've already established your brand right. as such a you know as such. Right. And then the other thing is, it's not just as bad as that, but mm-hmm. that one bar that, that said, if you don't like it, that I'm serving Bud Light, then don't come in. Right. Now he's begging people to come back in because nobody was going in. There you go. Yeah. So obviously, you know, woke. You go woke. Go broke. I mean, if so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if someone noticed, trademarked I it. I noticed another thing, too, is, uh, you know, uh, Biden's losing in the poll against Trump and DeSantis. Right. I saw that. Way. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I never pay attention to polls. I'm like Whoopi Goldberg. But Duffman, I'm telling you, and I know I'm going to get a call from you know who. The system is rigged. It's going to be Biden, and at the eleventh hour, they're going to replace him with Gavin Newsom and uh, uh, I was going to say Tracy Ullman. Uh, uh, what's her face? The governor of uh, of Georgia down there. She keeps saying that Tracy Abrams. That's that's the ticket right there, Duff man. That's what's going to win, and uh, he's going to become the forty seventh president of the United States. Somehow or other, they're going to yank uh, Clarence Thomas out of the Supreme Court and, and put uh, Kamala in there, so they you know so they look good. That's my yeah, that's I like my how guess. Going after Clarence Thomas because he. Uh uh, some rich guy paid for his kid to go to school or something like that or some bullcrap thing. Yeah. But, oh. yeah, but Hunter Biden's there doing cocaine yeah. uh, with prostitutes, right. taking money from China, taking money mm-hmm. from Ukraine and stuff. And right. you don't hear a peep out of these people about law and order at that point. No. Or when they were burning down cities, ah, no. that's okay. That was justified because it was all about oppression and, 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 and they were making a point. And it's just like, you know, the new word of the, of the urban setting is called wilding, where they, uh, you know, get on ATVs and ride on sidewalks and spin around in intersections and whatnot. In, 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 in Baltimore, I've seen that firsthand in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm sure you did. And, and, they, and they justify that because they say, you know what, they're just being wild. You guys had that opportunity when you used to knock down, you know, mailboxes in your convertibles back in the 60s. Now they're having their fun. Okay, great. Right. Give us $200 million while you're at it. Unbelievable. Duffman, I'm welcome welcome back to the North Country. The weather is here. You have not seen a day under 60 degrees for the last seven months. God bless you. There you go. All right, man. I'll, I'll see you soon, I'm sure. All right. That's that's the Duffman starting things off here on a Monday. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Glenn. Uh, hey, uh, hi, Larry from Henderson here. What's happening? I agree with you totally. I believe uh, that uh, Gavin Newsom's going to step in at the last minute and be right. a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about Stacey Abrams. Yeah, that's a stretch. I, I throw that in there to be obnoxious. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to be Stacey Abrams, but he's definitely going to be thrown in there. That's for sure. He's posturing. Yeah, no, I just say the person I don't want the most is who would step in. So uh, that's probably who it would be, and I, I, I totally agree with you. I went to the Italian-American club to see Tom Homan on uh, Saturday. Yeah. 
It was a great event. I'll tell you, I had a great time. I was hoping to see you there. Yeah, I couldn't get. To, I was out of. T- I had. To, I had to, because we have uh, things. That we're going to Long Island. And I had to get things ready uh, up at the place. But what? It was a good event then. Yeah, it was excellent. I don't know. I'm going to say 175, maybe. I'm guessing people mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, probably in that area. I didn't count heads, but you can see from the tables and. Tables were all full. It was tough to find a place to sit down. Everybody had reserved tables. I don't know how that happened, but uh, it was it was tough to find a place to sit. Mm. But it was a good time. Everybody had a really good time there. Uh, it was uh, it was great to you know meet Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had uh, quite a showing. Uh, like they had some pretty nice trucks out front there that were what they transported the equipment in, I guess, or whatever. It was pretty nice. Mm. You know, the, oh, now uh, that you know, now now motorcycles. You know, now that you mention it, and I got to say this, I, I I did reach out at one point. His assistant uh, Elizabeth did ask uh, if she can get some help, and of course uh, with their equipment. So I reached out to Bobby Ferris, legislator Bobby Ferris. And uh, he, he uh, reached out back to her that uh, Saturday, this past Saturday, and took care of things. They needed some technical help. It was a lot. I, I thought it was simple, but it wasn't. And, of course, Bobby Ferris from Big Apple Music, Big Apple Bobby, came to the rescue. I should have said that from the outset. Thank you, Bobby Ferris, uh, for doing that. And uh, it, it, it obviously helped the show because apparently it was a, they, they, they use a lot of equipment there, like you said, sir, right? Yeah, somebody did donate the equipment. I didn't know it was Bobby. But yeah. I thought somebody said they were donating the equipment. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Bobby yeah, came in had, big time. I don't know what they had in the big truck. It was like a big straight-back truck that uh, hmm. they had the big logos on it, stuff like that, Make America Great Again, I think it hmm. was. Nice. Uh, stuff like that. There was a couple, there was like a van and, and some motorcycles out there with Trump. I don't know where that stuff came from or who owned it, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking it was... From that group for whatever. Probably. Reason, but yeah, probably. It was, was great. It was a great time. Great dinner. Awesome. And uh, how long did it last? How long were you physically there? It started at 5 I o'clock. About, I left about 9.30. I wanted to actually meet Tom. I mean, I, I met him, but uh, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, you know, thank him for his service and stuff like that. But he actually had, at 9 o'clock, I think it was, he had to go downstairs for an interview for Newsmax. Oh, so, and then he came back upstairs, then he had another interview after that. Isn't that something? He wound up going back downstairs again. So they must have had something set up down there for like a Zoom meeting or something. I don't really know how they did that or what they did. Oh, there. that's what Bobby yeah, was working yeah. on. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's what the yeah, Ethernet was all about. Meetings with, I think it was Newsmax or the news, maybe, maybe one was Fox News. Yeah. But the, what really surprised me was I expected news media people to be around. I just now, said I, that. I, exactly. 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 You're absolutely yeah. some cameras set up in there, but it didn't say like, you know. I and I'm not really sure if they would even have it, but you know, you'll see an interview on because I, I used to watch a lot of Fox News before they uh, they got too too liberal for me. I dropped it, but I used to see like they do an interview and you see like Fox on the camera, right, right, or, or Fox on the microphone. I didn't see anything like that, so I don't know who was doing it. I don't know if it was Tom Homan's group that was videotaping. Maybe they videotape every show. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, I know, I know. Channel Seven was there, but they barely mentioned it, and it was probably buried in their report on a weekend because it wasn't a weekend event. And I, and I can, yeah. well, actually, you know what? Emily Griffin did actually showcase it today on the reports here, which makes a lot of sense. And by the way, if there's one young lady uh, who's mi- who's going to make it into the business, and not just because she's outstanding looking, it's, it's Emily Griffin. She is a very good reporter, and we're very fortunate to have her have her here with her di- morning reports here on Community Broadcasters, but. Uh, Channel yeah. 7, for the most part, didn't do much on, on Tom Homan, uh, to say the yeah, least. But I was surprised they didn't have, like, you know, like Channel 7, like, on the 
on the camera. They right. know it was the media. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I don't, that I don't understand. But then again, I, I'm not familiar with Watertown's news people. I, I, you know, I do see them out there every once in a while videotaping. Yeah, stuff, sure. But yeah, but yeah I, I, it didn't appear to be a, a, a television channel let me, because they didn't have that, or not that I've seen anyway. No, let me, let, me, let me ask you. You said earlier that you dropped Fox because they got too liberal. When, when was that? During yeah. the elections or when? Or, or Tucker? Uh, just before the elections. Be Interesting. Yeah, I dropped Facebook. I dropped Fox. I dropped all those. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not a cheapskate, but you know, I'm not gonna give pay them any any money for the, you know, the views and stuff that I do. I, I don't. To me, they went way too liberal. Wow. You know, you're, I just you're, did. I, I I couldn't take it anymore. So so you don't watch anything yeah. right now. You're not on social media. Do you watch? No, no, not at all. So what I do is I watch the. Uh, uh, like you, and I don't like to pay for the YouTube. I'm not paying for it, but the advertising for YouTube. Yeah. But at least I watch exactly what I want to watch. Interesting. You know, like I'll watch Tucker Carlson when he was on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd watch uh, Greg Gutfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pick and choose exactly what I want to see. Right. Smart. Uh, Smart. You don't have to subscribe. Yeah. Right. You did the right thing. You probably have less stress in your life, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I had to be honest. I watched Fox News every. If if I was in the house, it was on. Right, right. Same with me. You know, uh, I remember my last girlfriend there. She complained, "Are you going to shut that stupid thing down?" <laughs> well, to be honest, yeah, I like to I like to keep up with what's going on. Sure. You know, but uh, was that an ultimatum? Yeah, I, I, was that was it me or Fox? Was did it come down? You said old girlfriend. Yeah, what my past girlfriend there? Yeah, she uh, <laughs> yeah she always complained because I, I I you know had the. Uh, uh, Fox News on twenty-four you know, hours a day. You know. Well, I understand. Yeah. I and get it. She she actually liked some of it. Right. You know, she didn't like it on all day. Right. You right. Know? I mean, if I'm home on a Saturday, it's on all day. Right. <laughs> it's not, well, know? now it's not. You should get her back. Well, no, no. I got rid of her for a different reason. Ah. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> no, she. Uh, no, she definitely doesn't need to come back now. No, I understand. You know, right, that's we, we parted ways. That happens. That happens. Well, that's good. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, I had I sat next to a couple couple ladies that uh, they were from one was from Carthage and uh, the other one was from Watertown. They were great people. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a ball. There was a lady who came in from Syracuse all by herself. Wow, uh, hard to believe who who goes to these things. I actually seen I bet I seen fifteen people that I know there. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's quite a few people that are, you know you know there's just people of all kinds and yeah. people that you know. Mm-hmm. That go. We rubbed elbows. We sat with uh, uh, oh, the table that Patrick uh, Hickey was at. Oh, wow! Like maybe him and his wife, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, you know police officers, uh, you know all, you know, all all different kinds of people there. Important people from the North Country and Syracuse, all that care about our country. And if they didn't, they yeah. certainly wouldn't be going to see Tom Holman. That's for sure. Yeah, the woman, she came all the way up from Syracuse. Of course, she said her mother lives up here. Mm-hmm. But you know, she was uh, you know you know retired age you know right. type of woman. She was probably I'm going to say her sixties. Okay. All by herself, just goes to see this. She said, "I wouldn't miss it for the world." She Isn't said, that I love something? Tom Holman, love Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, it that's... was just a great time. I'll tell you, it was, it was very entertaining. And, that's awesome. Uh, that's you know, awesome. At the same time, it was a serious situation. Stuff that we all needed to you know you need to hear this. Yeah, time. no doubt, no question, and no question. I'm glad you yeah, went. I'm glad you gave us a. People didn't didn't have much. I, I read Facebook. Not Facebook. What do they call News Junkie? I read News Junkie on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday, and I thought I can't believe there's not much on that. No. Well, I can I can say no. this. Uh, my show was viewed, and thanks to News Junkie, of course, my show was viewed uh, 1,100 views, and that's that's pretty good. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I went on to that there, but uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe that you know nobody else was talking about it. No, no, it's not going to happen. You know? No, but they will talk about the guy that shot and killed eight people, and they noticed that he had a, a Proud Boys patch on him or something of that nature, despite yeah, the fact I, that apparently yeah, he had a Latino I, last name. But, find that stuff. Right, and we and by the way, we still don't know about the manifesto from men, uh, from Nashville, from the Nashville shooter. Uh, we we won't hear about that. But we heard just moments after the the incident that happened this weekend that this guy allegedly had a Proud Boys patch or something associated with white power. That's that that's 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 who's running the country right now, and that's where we're at. So very unfortunate. But I got to go. But my friend, thank you for the uh, for the uh, for the replay of what happened on Saturday. Thanks again. Uh, that's okay. good to hear that it was a good event and lasted that long, over four hours. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on, Glenn? I it's just uh, want Jason. to tell you, it's my birthday today, my B-Day. Happy birthday, Jason Trainer. And I just, thank you, thank you. I just want to also say I, I uh, you know, I'm happy that the city council members did not give themselves a pay raise of $3,000 for poor behavior, bad behavior. Now... It's, it's, it's an interesting scenario because we're talking about wasteful spending, and of course, Jeff Smith is, is up in arms about that. But it, it is interesting that Jeff brings this up. Did he have to? Was it part of the, hey, every five years we got to at least address this? So was it Mayor Smith who, who brought this to the table? And was this an opportunity for the gang of three to say, no, no, we're not going to do that, Mayor Smith. Boy, that's foolish spending. Was it something like that, Jason? I, I think it was, sir. I think because <laughs> I brought it up. Hilarious. And I believe, and we got to stop this reckless behavior. It's out of control spending. That uh, what? 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 what are you, wait, wait. What are you at a drive-through? Who's talking in the background? Oh, I'm at CVS. <laughs> you at a drugstore right now? Uh, Target. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? We got a blue light special at Target here. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, where are you going to go for your birthday, Jason? Well, I'm going to spend it with my wife. We're yeah. going to probably just uh, spend it at home. Um, you know, I want to say this because she's the she's the best thing that ever happened in my life. Very she is the best heart, thing. Mind, very mm-hmm. intelligent. Right, right. She's just uh, the missing part in my life, mm-hmm. as I explained to you two years ago. All right, listen, Jason. I got to go only because you have a birthday to celebrate. Plus, I, I hear like uh, the, the the adults from the Peanuts in the background. <laughs> All right, got to go. Thanks, man. Happy birthday. That's uh, Jason Trainer. Happy birthday to Jason Trainer. One more call that we got to do a break. Hi, you're in the air. Hi, Glenn. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a couple comments on Marianne Blevins when she was on your show on Yeah, Friday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Thursday, yeah. yeah. She stated something about the disabled people couldn't really use a pool because the kids would be jumping up and down. And I don't know. I, I think we all know that's kind of absurd. Well, I don't know uh, if it's absurd. I just, th- I, I just think what she was saying. Let me, no, you, you brought it up. So I, I think what, what, what Mary Ellen was saying is like, you know, kids will be kids, and you know, it's, 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 it's somewhat of an awkward situation for someone who's, you know, who's disabled. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, she did say that if uh, maybe if the pool had like special hours for the disabled. Mm-hmm. or the elderly, but uh, she said that people from all walks of life could use a splash pad, which, I mean, you know, splash pads are only for kids, little kids. Uh, I would had, use a uh, splash pad. I wouldn't mind running through it on a hot day. Hell, I'd run through a hydrant if I yeah, could. You know, but, Glenn, you know they don't. I mean, we had our granddaughter up from, uh, I don't know, four years ago. She was uh, 11 years old. We took her up, and she, she goes, uh, Papa, can, isn't, don't they have a pool? This is kind of like for little kids. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, which it is. I mean, splash pads are for little kids. No, they are. And, I agree. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not. They're not. <laughs> I mean, a pool is for everybody. 
And, yeah, yeah. You know, really, have you ever seen any kind of, like, uh, mom or dad, do they ever have a splash pad in their backyard for the kids, or do they have a swimming pool? Well, I mean, it's it's a splash pad is essentially the new thing in, in parks over the last 20 years or so. It's new up here. Um, so you're saying that the north side would not be complete with just a splash pad. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. It only serves a certain, you know, kids. It doesn't serve the uh, any kind of an adult so, or anything like that. So, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sure you were listening to Jeff and this show for that matter, and now the deficit is, is, is even looming larger. So if they decide, when, by the way, when's the vote? Is it tonight or next week on the pools? That's got to be coming up, right? $4 million? Well, no, they, they already voted 3 to 2 to build a new pool, but they were supposed to open the bids, I think, uh, May 4th, and now the city manager has postponed that. They're going to open the bids on the 18th. Okay. All right, so, so then they'll make a decision. So I mean, also, yeah. Mrs. Blevin said that uh, I heard this. She said that uh, somebody on the council said that uh, they were told to come to the meeting and speak at mm-hmm. that meeting that they couldn't speak at, and that was not true. I mean, uh, Jeff Smith on the noon on the hotline because I listened to it. He said, "All right, everybody, come on down to city council tonight, and you can voice your concerns." Right. So. And she said that 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 was not true, Glenn. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I I I, I, don't, I really. You know, but no, we we need the pool over here. You know. You need the pool. We you got need one it. up the park. We got one in Del Terry's, Del Terry pool. So. So what? You know, let me let me ask you that real quick, and then I got to go. Um, sure. You know, four million dollars because that's basically what it's going to be. Four million bucks. So when you know um, when a main goes by or you know a sewer line collapses or a building collapses whichever and some infrastructure that you know Pat Hickey was very instrument was very big on in, in infrastructure in his campaign two years ago just like the others and yet we're not talking about infrastructure so that four million dollars come in very handy when we need it on a rainy day would you agree with that? Well, it's not four million, but it could be. But it's it's going to be four million dollars. The DPW, everything, the city is doing a wonderful job. They're fixing streets. They're doing all kinds of stuff. I see that, but it's a never-ending battle. It's never finished. Yeah. And the water issue is still there. But I'm saying that something's going to happen that you and I don't, you know, we're not going to predict it until it does. I mean, it's just nice to know. I mean, you know, Jeff knows a lot more about this than I do. Well, at that point, then they'll have to go bonding, and then they'll have to get the bond. If they they don't do that, then they'll have to pay cash, but uh, 755, whatever. Uh, It's just a lot of money for something that you can use for essentially eight weeks. And that's that's where it it gets iffy. It may be a lot of money, but you know what? There's a lot of, I don't know how many housing complexes over here and how many children and, you know, disabled people. And I think the city has, I don't know how much, $15 in the in the reserve fund or something like that. Well, but, I'm sure they do. Uh, you know, uh, but you know, that goes they, by you fast. Know, they have to, people are moving out of Watertown. We've got to make it uh, presentable for people to move back into the city. So, And having all these amenities is, is really good. All right. Fair enough. And I heard the golf course did very well, by the way, over the weekend, which is a very positive we were up sign. There. We were up there and talking to uh, Jordan. He's That guy is spot on. He's going to be great for the city. Yeah. He's good. already got memberships lined up, and people are joining, so... It's a beautiful park up there, and it's a beautiful golf course. So no, it is. No doubt. The city's going to do well. I'm glad they bought it. Yes. I'm just, I just spent too much. But I'm glad they bought it, too. All right. Thank you, my friend. i got to do a break. Thank you, Glenn. I'll talk to you. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, that's uh, first half hour plus. <laughs> i got to do a break. And we'll do it right now. We'll be back after these messages. Roof looking older than you. Back. So we did the uh, monster garage sale this past uh, Saturday. Went off without a hitch. Everyone here contributes a huge amount of time that on their day off, waited late, helped a lot of the, the vendors leave, all that stuff. Met a couple of people, uh, Pat, uh, Councilman uh, Pat Hickey was there, 
Uh, I also met someone who wanted to name, uh, offered the idea to have the golf course named after Jeff Graham was there. We had a discussion. It was civil. Actually, it was very civil. And uh, I met a couple other people. I also met, uh, what's his name, Doug Osborne, who's coming on the show. Uh, If not this week, I can't remember. I have to look at the schedule. So, you know, we're getting closer and closer, obviously, to uh, June 27th which is uh, the big primary day for the city council race. There's 10 people in the race as we speak. Jeff and I are going to try to squeeze them in as much as possible. So you'll have a very, very good idea of exactly who's running. But I, 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 would, I, I, would, I would kick myself for not saying this because today is, yeah, next Tuesday is the uh, school board uh, elections at, at the high school. And I know it. You know that's that's the local one here in the city. I'm assuming there's others. I should know where those places are. But um, man, I tell you what, you just you've got you must take a take a good look at your school system, whether you have kids in the system or not. But I can I can guarantee you, I'm going to be voting. And of course, we have several high profile people running. Uh, Jason Carrington is running again. I don't know if he's going to remain the president if he wins. More than likely, he will. Makes sense. Randy Richardson will remain the vice president, I think. I, I, I could be off on this, folks. And, of course, we have Millie Smith running, and there's others. And, again, quite frankly, uh, is, you know, we're, we're fair and balanced here. If you're running for city, uh, city council, obviously people have reached out to me, T.J. Babcock being one of them. Uh, you know, just uh, reach out here to the business office. Uh, that's 782-1240. So uh, they can uh, give you the con- my contact number. So we can get that going. And believe me, trust me, I'm not, I'm not just going to be looking for handouts and whatnot. I'm in the sales department. That's first and foremost when I work here at Community Broadcasters. But it's so important. I've been doing this for over th- almost you know, over three decades. Where it's very imperative that you get the word out and you do it in a concise, uh, informative way. Sell yourself. Not just here. Not just on a lawn sign. Not just in the, you know, in the newspaper. Oh, we've got to do the newspapers. It's something that no one's reading anymore. You've got to get out there and reach the actual formidable uh, uh, voters. And they're right here, right here on AM 1240. I'm not, I'm not going to sell, you know, Jim's going, oh, sell them everything else. No, it's just going to sell them this because like three people vote for the primary to begin with. Can't motivate a lot of people to vote in a primary, especially around graduation season. So I'm telling you, if you're running for anything, I don't care if it's dog catcher. It's a local race. If we've learned one thing in recent years, that local races mean more than, than regional and, and statewide, and for that matter, national races. We have no control in a blue state who's going to be our senator. Senator Gillibrand will be our senator until she takes her last breath, just like Dianne Feinstein. Chuck Schumer is going to be our senator until he takes his last breath, just like Dianne Feinstein. That's what's happening. There's no way in hell that we'll ever have another D'Amato or any type of Republican uh, leadership here on a statewide level. And I don't care if you vote Democrat or Republican. It's none of my business. I don't care. But vote for the guy or woman that's going to make a difference right here in your backyard. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going today? It's lefty. You know, I really enjoy it when you or the mayor have a good guest on. Yes. Do you enjoy those shows? Of course. Yeah, I always do. You're a, you're a smart guy. I'd say Jeff's that right up there, you know, smart guy. Oh, very smart. In between the two of you, you got to figure out, because it ruins those days. Hmm. Is we have a handful of callers that don't listen to the show that call in. <laughs> yeah, like Crazy Ray? Jason Tra- Jason Trainer being one of them, Crazy Ray. There was one today. Yeah. I don't need to go into names or anything, but, you know, Frankie Gorey was on, on the show today. Yeah. And just regarding the... 
You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, yeah. He was there just going through the Italian fest and whatever. Yeah. You got a caller calls in, wants to talk about something else, mm-hmm. goes on and on with it, and Jeff tried to get him off, but if you aren't listening to the show, why, why would you be calling anyway? Uh, yeah, the Cape guy used to do that. Yeah. The Cape, remember the Cape yeah, guy? I, 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 I don't know how to remedy that. No. But I think it can be remedied in the first five seconds of a call, just like, hey, we're talking about something different today. You really got to listen to the show before you call. And then, gee whiz, you know, hang up, go to the next person. Right, right. Because it, it really, it slows the whole meaning of the show down. Oh, it you know, does. It was just a guest that was coming in for a short amount of time. And it's mm-hmm. like, gee, it kind of got trampled on. Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, someone called during when you had your guest on the other day, and you had a great guest by the by the way. I really enjoyed having Mr. Holman on there. I think it was a really good show. No, we we didn't that. have that issue with Tom. We had that issue when Mary Ellen was here the day before. That was the day Crazy Ray and so I think Jason or someone else called something completely That's unrelated. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, but, but it's just it's a, a small a small thing. But I think it's you know it could be figured out. I think the same as the hang up guy could be figured out. Yeah, got to put a little 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 thought into it, write yourself a little note, right. have the five people's name down, Samantha, she knows it's a call, you know, you, right. I, I'd be prepared when I'm getting a call from Crazy Ray and you got a guest in there to cut him off, go, hey, we got a guest in here, are you listening to the show today? Right, right. See, yes, no question, and then just really put him on spot, go, you got to listen to the show. Yeah, <laughs> well, on the next one. yeah, that could get Crazy Ray upset, though, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, he's not listening to the show, so he's not going to hear it anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, it's but you, you had you had you had an, a great guest on, and I actually think he's going to look into that emergency broadcasting. System. Yes, he, he saw the light. He did. You know, maybe that'll be something we're going to see on Fox Fox News or something. We'll have to think. Hey, it came from your show. Yeah, you know, it could be one of. Those well, things. you know, he you know Tom said something there. that was really cool because we were talking out here afterwards. That's when I reached out to Bobby Ferris, who quite frankly saved the day for Saturday because there was a lot more intricate stuff that they needed down there at the Italian American Club uh, than met the eye. Uh, so Bobby once again comes comes through big time as always, and his crew. Yeah, I I, I know you, you probably you probably know, but I know Bobby real well. We talk. Yeah. Probably four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, you guys are it, man. You're I mean, it. We do, we do business. We do business together as well. But I mean, he's just we're we're same like mine. He's just a great guy. Yes, great business. Uh, great guy, and not to mention a prominent businessman and county legislator, family man. Um, you know, entrepreneur. He's working very well with uh, with Jake Johnson. They're rebuilding the city. Uh, they really are. I'm not just blowing air up. You know, their butts and whatnot because they're friends of mine and whatnot and clients. But that it, what a huge difference. Uh, that whole yeah, are, conglomerate real, is doing. There are real hometown heroes. They really are. They are. That's why men should always be respected for what they do. And yet, without Bobby's wife and without you know Jake and his family and whatnot, we're nothing. We're nobodies. But when it comes down to it, we, you need the men to build stuff. That's what it comes down to, Lefty. And 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 I see these. You got to watch Fresh and Fit when you get a chance. Put it down in your phone. Fresh and Fit. Watch that. The guy looks like the the the, the wrestler that everyone hates, uh, Andrew, whatever Tate, but it's not. It looks it's someone else. But uh, the girls are all bimbos. They all swear they're God's gift. To, to, but you learn so much watching this, and it's very refreshing to see X generation or, or, or first, kids first talking of all, this way. Tate that you're talking about, he's yeah. a kickboxer. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's not right. but, but he's a controversial anyway, figure. Yeah, I like. What's, what's this show on? What where, where's this show? Where can this just show look, be just look up Fresh and Fit on Facebook. It's probably on Instagram. It's probably on Twitter. But Fresh and Fit. It's a horrible name. I don't know why they chose that name. But apparently it's one of the more popular ones, that and the Paul Brothers. Not to mention, you know, you got Joe Rogan and whatnot. But Fresh and Fit, put it on, watch it. It's entertaining as hell. 
and it tells the whole story. I don't know if you could last more than 20 minutes without turning it off. It is very annoying because the women are all decked out. They're like right. They're about to go to the South Beach clubs of Miami, and you could. They're all decked out. They're in their clothes, and they just sit there and talk about how great they are. It's good stuff, fresh and fit. Check it out. But I got to get out of here. Yeah, it sounds horrible. I wouldn't listen to a minute of it. Go, gotta go now. I buy now, don't you know? That's uh, that's Lefty. By the way, Lefty didn't say that the other day when Tom was here. He did it out of respect. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn. First of all, we don't need a uh, pool on the north side. We have two very large pools uh, right. for the amount of children in the uh, city. They can get there uh, if they want to. Um, there's no pool or splash pads anywhere on the south side. And there's hundreds and hundreds of kids on the south side. Well, the, we the have park. probably what fifty to seventy-five apartments on Ive Golf Course, which is very low-income apartments. Yeah, and um, we have nothing here. It'd be nice to have a pool and a splash pad in everybody's backyard. Right, but it can't happen. No. They ought to be happy if they got a splash bag for the little kids. Right. If the kids are old enough. They'll get to the fairgrounds mm-hmm. from the north side. Right, right. I know I can't compare when we grew up because we went everywhere. Right. It's a different different world today. It's true. But Very true. they can get their kids there if they really want to. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so I'm, I'm against that $4 million pool. No use mm-hmm. in the city of Watertown. I'm glad we bought the golf course, but I wish it was for $1.2 million, Right. And I wish it was a running golf course for 3.4 million bucks right right I, that club mm-hmm. should have been up done right. and ready for golfers mm-hmm. everything done sure for 3.4 million no doubt i don't care what anybody said i'm glad he had a a great uh weekend jordy's a, a great guy and you got a really expertise uh man up there mm-hmm. yeah jordan's the good. golf course yeah. it'd be nice if he was around for a lot of years right. but That'll be remain to be seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. okay, Glenn. Thank you very much. I, I heard some controversy from last Monday's meeting. Apparently, uh, uh, Councilwoman uh, Lisa Ruggiero actually uh, had, I guess, took exception um, to uh, former community broadcasters uh, 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 employee Amy Horton for being the uh, uh, the, the exec- account executive on Channel Seven, working in conjunction with Jordan and doing a, a television campaign over there. I guess she thought that was a, a conflict of interest because Amy was very was very outspoken about it. So, all right, I, I just heard that today. All right, listen, someone was on the phone, but now they left. So let's do this. Let's do a commercial. Uh, you're listening to the Live at Five Show. We'll be back right after these messages. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles. The people who call you back. All right, so every now and then I go over to, to Twitter just, so, just to get depressed. It's incredible. Even after Elon Musk took it over, it's so liberal. It's so amazingly woke. So I, this one woman, and she's got a picture of herself when she looked real hot at 23 years old. She's 30 now. She still looks pretty, but you're not 23 anymore. Any JoJo from Jers. That's her name. JoJo from Jers. J-E-R-Z, if, you, if you're interested, on Twitter. So she writes, as a parent, I'm not worried that my 9 and 13-year-olds are going to be indoctrinated with wokeness at school. I'm not worried that they're going to feel guilty about their whiteness, although I question that. She almost looks like she's Persian or something, because they're learning accurate history. I'm not worried that they are going to be groomed to become furries or to make their pee-pees in a litter box. 
Those things she says aren't real. Want to know what is real? My worry is that they're going to get shot. That someone with an AR-15 is going to go into their school and shoot them. So while the same gun, uh, uh, same F, uh, AR-15 label pin wearing, locked and loaded fa- uh, family Christmas card posing, Republicans fear monger and manufacture crises under uh, a guide of parents' rights. I say this: It is my right as a parent to send my kids to school without partying. Uh, that they will get shot. <clears throat> I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Uh, it ain't the drag queen, she says. It's not the African-American history. The books with two moms or two seahorse dads, which threatens our kids. It's the friggin' guns. And believe me, she didn't write friggin'. So that's, again, that's what it all comes down to. It's the guns, the guy down in Florida that won't use the word gay, and Donald Trump is nefarious. So say what you want about where Joe Biden is as far as 33% is concerned. It doesn't matter. Leadership is low on both sides of the political coin everywhere. I mean, just the fact that we have Kristen Gillibrand as our, as, our, as our senator, someone could barely recognize the fact that at 51 years old, she still considers herself like a young 20-something living on the Upper East Side, and wherever, going, living in the Greenwich Village for that matter. No, you're not. And you barely showed up just like Kamala Harris uh, when you ran as well. What an insult. We have no leaders anymore, folks. On both sides, it's a, it's a shame. We're, look, who, look who we're stuck with. I, I, was, I was watching, uh, I, 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 I just peered on, actually it was on radio, whichever. I think it was, yeah, I think it was um, this morning, listening to AM 1240. And they said the president's, I guess, I, I, what, what did it say? The only thing that's scheduled for the president today is to watch a movie tonight. So, and again, the first thing people will say, anyone in the know, my age or older, will say, well, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan slept through his second term. And you know what? They're right. But if there was a, a, ever a time where we need a guy that's going to work as hard as Donald Trump, it's a president in the, in the White House right now. That's just not happening. And yet we're stuck with them for another six years before they replace him with Kamala. Just, why don't we just open the door and just let China right in? Without a shot being fired. They've been taking over everything as it is. Hi, you're in the air. On the air, but not the mayor. Afternoon, Mr. Curry. What's happening? I'm I'm here broadcasting live your WWE Backlash pay-per-view results. Are you ready? Okay, real quick, make it under 60 because I got a couple of calls. But go ahead, Andy. You got it, brother. All right, so overall, pretty good outfit. It was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And for those that don't know, WWE Backlash always goes after WrestleMania. It's a lower card pay-per-view. Hmm. Uh, some good matches. Bianca Belair defended her title against EO Sky. EO Sky's a younger wrestler, but she really got over, which shows the value of the, the more veteran wrestler. So she got over real good. Hmm. The five-star match of the night, Austin Theory against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed for the U.S. title. I gave that one five stars. Uh, hmm. Again, no title changes happened there. And then the worst match of the night, let's just go to the worst, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Should have been a star-studded match. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar actually cut his head open, and they had to, they had to script it short where Cody Rhodes won. But hmm. it, it was a trip how they, how they did it. And, oh, I'm sure. Uh, really wouldn't, if that was the one you went for, you didn't get your money's worth. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. wow. So uh, where was it held? I, I know you told me this, Andy. Where was it held? It was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, you said that. Sorry. Anybody in the wrestling industry knows that is the that is the origins of what they call the street fight style wrestling. And there was an actual street fight between Bad Bunny, who's a rapper, and Damian Priest. And they did it old school. And they brought a bunch of wrestlers from old and new with Puerto Rican descent out there. And if you know <laughs> anything about Puerto Ricans, they are very prideful. Man, the place was rocking. You could even see that on HD, man. They were rocking. That what, wasn't, wasn't, really what, wasn't the legendary Mil Mascaris, wasn't he Puerto Rican? 
he was. He yeah. was, yeah. I remember he was, and he flew like a bird. He was very talented. I remember yeah. him back in the seventies and eighties. Mil Muscaris. He had a great out, great look to him as well. Well before the the, the yeah, days. I don't of, think he's alive anymore. No, nah, none of them are. None of them got saw their fiftieth birthday because they were doing all the steroids. Not for nothing, Andy. But you know they had very you know vicious lifestyles, and you know you, 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 the the what was it? The Ultimate Warrior. I mean, my God, if that guy wasn't on roids, I don't know who was. Holy mackerel, he was actually Warrior. Fun fact about War, he wasn't on steroids. Really? He did get dismissed from the WWE. He was using he was one of the first to use human growth hormone. Oh hormone, wow, okay. Which wasn't illegal. Hmm. And because of McMahon's problems with the feds, he said that was too close to steroids. So that's when they were they parted ways. Is that guy still years. alive? Is is the ultimate warrior still no. alive? No, sad story. Actually, the, the day he reconciled with the WWE and was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he yeah. died in front of his family in a, parking, in a parking lot Ugh. of a heart attack. And, and, and ultimately, uh, from a heart attack, ultimately from, from, from the steroids, well, sorry, from the human hormones, whatever the hell he had. I don't know. That's awful. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, Andy, I got to go. I got to get one more call, but you're, you're, you're excellent. Excellent uh, update of the, of the big show this past weekend. Andy, thank you. thanks again, sir. I'll talk. Thanks, man. That's Andy with the report. Higher in the air. Last call of the day. Dallas. All right, so uh, this uh, Oakland broadcaster, I don't know his name, never heard of him before, don't know his business. His name might, might be Merle, for all I know. Aren't you going to offer me a drink? The ink on your divorce is barely dry. Anyway, he used, he used a word at the beginning of the broadcast that sounded like the N-word. And I don't know how it came out, but he is in a boatload of trouble. So he's been suspended. He's, 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 he's part of the worst um, uh, baseball team ever. They've only won eight games this year. So it's just a shame. Check him out. Um, the Oakland broadcaster, and, and you'll see it all over the place. The libs are up in arms. You see, this is what they're thinking. It's, it's a slip of the tongue, though. No, this is what they're thinking. You're all thinking this way. Papers. I got to go. Uh, tomorrow, of course, we'll do it again. AM 1240, WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, of course, CBS News. You guys have a good night. See you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We're learning more about the man who killed eight people on a shooting rampage in Allen, Texas over the weekend. CBS's Omar Villafranca is there. Two sources tell CBS News that the shooter had a patch on his clothing that 